Yes. Yes, we go. With that said, this With is. That said, I, actually, I don't. I don't know what the. Do you want to tell us what this? Tell them what this is. I mean, I'm, well, this is a high WrestleCast 19. This is what this is, and this yeah. is a, this is a special episode. I'm really looking forward to. If you guys checked out episode 17, where we talked about some Wilbur stories, I uh, I mentioned uh, the 10 year anniversary show for MCW, which I have right here. Um, it was was just a one of my favorite memories in wrestling, both my match and just the show itself. And I kind of gave a uh, hey, if anybody's out there uh, <laughs> has this show, let me know. And much much love to our buddy, friend of the show, uh, Joe Hirschberger. Coming through in the clutch with a copy of a DVD, got a hold of us right away. Saying, yeah, it didn't take long at all. No, I got a copy. Let me know when you need it. And uh, we, I seen him at the Mid Ohio Wrestling Show on Saturday night, and he was very kind enough to lend this copy to us. Um, and then I had the idea of maybe doing a little bonus content of covering my match uh, from this DVD. And we were uh, we were busy this last weekend, and then we kind of like you know what might be a fun episode. Let's just. Watch the whole stinking show. And I figure this will be a way that this is all brand new to you. So you can see some of these crazy characters we have, ask some questions. Uh, and, and I have tons of personal stories. I can kind of tell you what's going on behind the scenes, getting into this sort of thing. You know, some of these characters, what the storylines were and everything. And then we'll watch the match along all the matches along with our audience. Uh, I'm not the tech tech guy. You're the tech guy. So we'll figure out yeah. a way, but we'll, we will have this uploaded. But I think it would be great to watch along where they could watch a copy of this DVD with us, uh, probably on YouTube, and we're going to do some live commentary with it. If you're only listening to it via audio, that's still not the worst thing either because I think, uh, yeah, again, you're going to hear a lot of cool inside stories yeah, as yeah. we watch this show tonight. So, and, But definitely check check it out, the video, for sure, if you are listening to the audio. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm psyched. I'm, I'm. I I am pumped. I say let's just get this sucker started. Uh, we turned the disturbed down. We have uh, what was that? Was that heaven? Was that disturbed? I don't even. Uh, know. Okay. Yeah, we had some disturbed uh, leading us in. We got a pretty cool menu here for 2010. Uh, yeah. Michael Mouser was a guy that uh, spent a ton of time in the editing room putting this thing together. This is really well put together for. An independent DVD, especially in 2010. Yeah, I was surprised that it even had like a case and cover. I thought it was just like a burned DVD or something, but no, like, it has a case a full cover on, menu. on the back. We have uh, Nigel McGinnis, Desmond Wolf, who was the the big star of the event. There, he was fresh off of his run. We'll get into his match when we get there. But he was fresh off of his run in Ring of Honor, and currently he was in TNA, feeding with Kurt Angle at this point in time. Oh, so shit. he was he was hot at this point in time. So All right, I didn't follow TNA, so I didn't know that. All right, man, if you're ready to fire it up, we're going to start with match number one, yeah. All right, here we go. Now the Disturbed is over. Now the Disturbed is over. So this this was a thing that Shasta liked to do where, you know, a lot of times on your shows you want to start the mat night off hot with a big, you know, one of your bigger matches or at least two of your most athletic guys um, without being critical or anything, this was these are two underneath characters. But he usually started with which would be maybe the most or the least advertised match. Okay. So we have Mr. Glamrock, Nikki Skids. <laughs> Poison sucks. Is that as Josh? Sounds like Josh. The might Jeff and Josh were here tonight, and they would probably tell them that Poison sucked. Uh, the referee Dave Dave Rogers. Uh, we'd always ask him when his baby was due. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Mr. Gl- uh, Mr. Glamrock, Nikki Skids. That's Ty. He was he was around with the company before I was. 
um, not actively wrestling, but he was always the sound guy. He DJed on the side and uh, had a lot of good audio and video equipment. And what you see here is Rex Rootin, one half of the Rootin Tootin Buckaroos. His partner's name was Tex Tootin. Is that a mustache on his mask? It is a mustache sewed onto the mask. That is amazing. uh, Yeah. I've never seen anything this like was, that. This uh, was brought in to be actually a serious tag team for a while, but then eventually they just kind of became enhancement talents. Um, the guy wearing this right now, I, I won't disclose, but there was lots of lots of us were buckaroos. I was buckaroos from time to time. When you'd want to get a good tag team over, you would put me and you know, or two good workers in the buckaroo gimmick and go out there and make the other guys look good. Okay. But we have we have Rex Rootin here tonight. If Shasta's listening, he'll probably be mad that I'll – Call the Buckaroos an underneath gimmick. We have a low blow right in front of the referee. Yeah. It's 2010. Things were different then. Every, yeah. Apparently. So this building that we're in right now is the old Stephen Barry's in Alliance, Ohio. Is at the College Plaza. Okay. If you go down right State, Street, State Street. Yeah. yeah uh, down my... to the, at the light at Mahoning there. Yeah, it's a Planet Fitness currently. Um but I, I don't know what kind of – Shasta got a I, – I was impressed by that. He somehow had a spinning neck breaker from a front position, which I'm not exactly sure how he did, but it worked. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Shasta must have had a really good deal in the building. And you can see what we did. We kind of uh, vinyled up the windows there. But you can see cars just completely full in the parking lot behind yeah, there. Yeah, We had a completely packed house. Um and then what we did was we actually climbed a ladder. Super Lucha would climb this ladder and take out all of the light bulbs in the place, with the exception of right over the ring, right over the entrance, as you can see a couple by the concession stand back there. Okay. And that was a really, really cool vibe because it got dark in there. That's and, clever. And it made the spotlight on the action, and it, it was a, a really cool getup, to be honest with you. No, no, that's a clever idea. I wouldn't have even thought of that. Creating your own mood lighting out of what you have. We really did. That's slick. And having all the windows there and everything, people could see and they you could, could see, see the it. Yeah, going it's on. there. It's exciting. There's action. Camera works good. Multiple cameras. There's multiple cams for this show. Uh, you see photographers at ringside. This was this. I mean, again, this is the 10 year anniversary show. So this was. Um, this was the biggest show we had in this building. Shasta would run shows at uh, baseball stadiums with big names. He ran the Kenton Civic Center quite a few times with some big names. But for this venue, this was our biggest show, without a doubt. This is this is well done. That was it. So we get in and out of there with Mr. Glamrock, Nikki Skids getting a victory in oh, well, it was probably about four minutes. It wasn't in there very long. Mm-hmm. Rocking his poison shirt. I like it. I wonder how they did this. I wonder if, because if this was 2010, it was. I gotta tell you, Walt's making me nervous. There, circling that wire. I feel yeah. like that camera's coming down at some point. <laughs> Let me fix this wall. <laughs> It might be. <laughs> you can, you can you watch the show with us, Walt. Good timing, though. It was in between matches. It was in between matches. We had a custom set, 
set up there for the entrance. Now, you wanted to hear something cool, what we did for our locker room. We took over that Stephen Barry's building. There was just a bunch of empty shelves still left behind. So we took the empty shelves and we just draped it all with uh, black vinyl and black curtains and everything like that, and just made our a giant ass room back there. Yeah, built a fort. So we built we built a fort yeah, with, with awesome. these shelves and some and some tape and some curtains and shit. I mean, on the inside was just all a, a bunch of shelves. There's hangers you could hang your shit up. It yeah. was it worked out conveniently in there. Yeah. A stool is only a stool if you say it's a stool. Right? There you go. Miss Sarah right That's there? Miss Sarah. I got to tell you, two, 2010, Miss Sarah was all the way live. I'm going <laughs> to I'll, I'll tag her in this to uh, let, up, her, let her know we're sending some love her way. Well, you know, the thing that's about Sarah was is, gorgeous. Uh, and, and, and nobody had anything like that on the independence. Really? The hot you know, announcer? Can chick? you think of one? I mean, can you think of one ever? Like, you know, I mean, no. Uh, then again, I, I haven't been to a lot of independent. Well, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, like Lillian Garcia is, you know, there and everything like that. But, oh, yeah, but Sarah, yeah. Sarah's tatted up and kind of has that, you know, uh, you know, alternative look, I guess you would say. And and I and Chasta had the idea. It's like you come to our show and you see this beautiful girl in the ring with tattoos and like that's something different. They're gonna, that's going to catch your also eye. Also, it makes like, you oh. guys look good. You know, what I mean, They're like who's this girl? Who are these guys? This girl's hanging out. I mean, that's the you know. Presentation to the whole company. Even Walter's trying to get a closer Wal- Wal- look. Walter's calmed down. He's like, let me let me take a look here. <laughs> so here we got luscious Larry Lavender, <laughs> and I love this gimmick on the independent scene. Like you just, if you can't hear, he's coming out to taking care of business where he sings along. Oh wow! Him, look at that jumpsuit. Airbrush jumpsuit. I mean, on the independent, sometimes the more ridiculous, the better. You know? Yeah. Larry Lavender. <laughs> Purple jumpsuit. Looks like it was straight up airbrushed at Canton Center. <laughs> it does. That's exactly what it looks like. Is that wings on the front? <laughs> I can't tell That's what what's that looks going like. It looks like it. wings on the front. That makes no sense. Maybe it's not. He's going up here against the Big Hurt. Uh, Frank Thomas? Yeah, is that Frank <laughs> Thomas? Big Hurt. My cousin? The Big Hurt. His first name is The. That's uh, no, uh, no, the... Really? Is that the gimmick? No. Oh. A wrestler, uh, Bill Martell. We're at the uh, after party at Jalisco's Mexican restaurant. And... Uh, see. I can't remember how it came about, but like the bartender asked like if some, he wanted something to drink and said, make sure you call him The Big Hurt. His first name is The. <laughs> and, and I don't know. That gets gets me still. I like it. I like that a lot, actually. Walter? Calm down, buddy. Almost, almost all of these matches were pretty big feuds coming in. We would run this building twice a month. We ran it every other Saturday. And then we'd have other we'd have other shows sometimes like house shows and other other towns on top of that. But every other Saturday we were in this building. We had this building to run shows. We had this building to train. The ring just got the state. It stored the ring. I mean, it was a one stop shop for us. It was great. Okay. But we would build our storylines. Considering we'd have get to run two shows there, you know, you'd have it where say Luscious Larry Lavender would have a title match and Big Hurt would ruin it. You know, we'd we'd have 
episodic, you know, shows that we could really build the storylines for the fans. Okay. And it is a packed house in there. I would say easy about 400 yeah, people or so. There's quite a few people there. Usually it was about 150 or so. So, I mean, it was... Friends were bringing friends on this one. We're all there for Larry Lavender. All there for luscious Larry Lavender. Uh. We're tickling. We're grabbing nipples. <laughs> that was a stiff shoulder tackle to the corner. Big Hurt, uh, folks out there, if anybody is uh, looking for a tax guy, contact my man, the Big Hurt, Burdett Tax Services. <laughs> He's wow. actually actually very, very, very uh, credible, very good. Uh, he'll cut you a deal if you said, oh, Uncle Wilbur sent you. There you go. And that's not a sponsorship, people. That's, that's a not, No, that's just that's, that's a testimonial. I've used him for years. He's out in the, uh, the Maslin area. So mm. go out and see uh, the Big Hurt to get your taxes done this season. Nice. Uh oh. Tell you what, the big hurt's a big scary dude. Big big hurt's a big dude. Uh, a big Larry's a is a big, pretty solid, put together guy actually, and and the big hurt definitely has a size advantage in this one. Uh, and hurt was a guy that really started getting more comfortable with himself, like. You know, getting more comfortable playing the big guy, playing a heel. Mm. No, he definitely looks the part. At this point, he seems pretty comfortable playing that part. Big Hurt at this time was the muscle. He was the bodyguard for Christian Vaughn, who was the, uh, uh, the heel heavyweight champion at, the, at this show. All right. Of uh, previous. That crowd is into it, man. Uh, WrestleCast fame. <laughs> Christian Vaughn. <laughs> Christian Vaughn. All right, I got to know. Do they find these singlets like this, or do they get them made up? For the, the Big Hurt? Yeah, uh, like that I, You know, I don't know if he got like that he one custom got made. His, like, airbrush, but, but it's airbrushed, and it's, and it's a... He's always had really nice professional gear. Okay. Because that looks... Now, the Luscious Larry Lavender, I'm pretty sure that's custom made. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Head to toe, daddy-o. Yep, Jester's. That could, that's probably... Jester's. Is that, the, that was the place of Kitten Center. Yeah. yeah. That might have, the, the might pictures have been right like, about the same time. I don't know. Pictures the, of Biggie and Tupac out front and shit like that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get your, your child's portrait. But uh, Larry was a natural natural entertainer. He's a real entertaining guy, and he he was actually Kevin's like first student, Shasta's first student, way back in you know two thousand. Oh really? And he, um, he, I mean, he was gone by the time I started, which was only two thousand and two. But then I came back around and got back into the business, and uh, was with us for a few years here at this point. Okay. Now it's a, so far it's. Like, I keep wanting to call him Leisure Suit Larry for some reason. Yeah, well, yeah, it's not, it's fitting. <laughs> but Larry Lavender's, it seems like that, like, he stands no chance kind of thing, and he's kind of a, the Big Hurt's kind of a bully. That's mm -hmm. what it's, the match is playing out like. Yeah, absolutely. I, nothing wrong with the action so far. No. Good, no. solid match. Good, easy story being told here. 
leisure suit Larry. It's kind of hard yeah, not to go with that. Egg, it, it's the first thing that popped into my mind. Forearms. Inner forearms. I like the way the ring looked here, too. The silver and black ropes with the black canvas, silver turnbuckles. Okay, I couldn't tell if those were silver or white. No, silver. It was silver and black was really the, the style that we went with here. And uh, I, mean, I, I think it does. I think it's a pretty sharp look. With for, the silver steps and everything, too. Yeah. No, I like it. Oh, that's black in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Black rope in the middle. Hell, yeah. The color scheme's good. I'm, I like that. Too much color is... Well, and I, think, and, and I think we wanted that. I mean, silver and black is, you know, the you know, Raiders, Oakland Raiders. I feel like that's, uh, it kind of gives you that gritty look. So I think I talked about with Miss Sarah earlier. Like, you want to have maybe just a little bit more of your alternative. Like, this one, 2010, ECW was gone for about 10 years. Um, I think there's a, an appetite for, you know, not all extreme, not all rated r but a nice heavy pg-13 show and i think that's usually the borderline we like to push i got you that's kind of the the excitement of indie shows too is that kind of anything could happen sort of yeah i think so i think so a little bit wild west sometimes and unfortunately that that's because of of the lack of funding or that's that's because like that's because it is the indies you know what i mean it is the the indies is very wild west where again we Somehow found a great deal on an abandoned Stephen Barry's. Okay. And then we just climbed our happy asses up there and took the light bulbs out. And then we built a fucking locker room out of the shelves. And then we yep. vinyled up the wall and we painted. I mean, like, or actually, yeah, I don't know. I think it might be vinyl up there now, but eventually, I know we just straight painted the windows black. I was there when we did it. Okay. Um, That's cool, though. It's a slick little setup. I like it. There was some old, like,. I, maybe there were dressing rooms, or maybe there were offices like in the back that we would set up um, shop for do our promos, the ones that you see on YouTube. Okay, we set up you know where, a little where? back room area to, to to do promos and stuff. The love at first sight with the Ms. love Sarah. at first first sight with Miss Sarah. <laughs> and we promos. finally get the body slam. We went for it twice. Finally gets it. Hell yeah! I'm just noticing now the the earrings he's got too that really adds to the persona. <laughs> Oh my! Was that was that the flossing before flossing was a thing? Uh, I don't quite think that was a floss. It looked very close. <laughs> if it was, then old luscious Larry was a uh, time traveler with just ahead of his time picking up the floss a good seven eight years early. Another first thing I thought of was Velveteen Dream when I saw him too. He's <laughs> the purple, it's the purple. You don't see a lot of uh, a lot of wrestlers represent the purple. You're you're right. Undertaker, and he even he doesn't do it. He doesn't anymore. do it anymore. We got steel chair coming into play. Ooh, I thought that was a headshot. I got excited. Ooh. Stuck the DDT on the chair. There it is. Unexpected. I didn't see that one you coming. You didn't see that one coming? I didn't. I honestly did not. I should have, though, seeing the whole underdog thing going on right there. But we're going to have what we... Oh, no. The referee pointed it out. 
Uh, okay. And we got a reverse decision. Wow. A total shocker. They, they Crowd put, is not happy. Wow. Now they put the wool right over my eyes twice. <laughs> He's getting hostile. Oh, we got a spine buster on the chair, even with the win. Not sure, you know, one of those interesting things, he gets the win, he gets the heat, and then he still plants him after the match. Ouch. Kind of a interesting decision made there, but... I mean, it's a heel move, right? He did DDT him into the chair and almost get a win on him. If you see a fella there in the front row has a yellow and black jacket on, let me tell you, you did need to wear your winter coat in there. The heat was yeah. uh, very sporadic at best in there if, in, the, in the cold weather. This was early March, so. Okay. Yeah. It's still cold. And that's a big open room. And that's the thing. It was a big, open, cavernous space. Yeah, we, you know, the camera is focusing in on, you know, zeroing in on where the arena was. But there's plenty of space there to our left. There's, yeah, there's still yeah. a lot of empty space out that way. Well, you are just and here. We're gonna have a match between a couple of guys that I talked about last show. Killing me, Smalls. Now I'm gonna let. This is uh, Mike Meekins. Okay. Mike Herkum. One of the Meekins brothers. I remember the name Mike Herkum. You've you've said that name quite yeah. a bit over the years. Yeah, usually usually nothing good about him. Uh, no, really? No, I, I was I'm watching this match earlier this week. I'm saying, look, Herkum looks good here, man. Young babyface looking Mike Herkum, really, but he presents himself well as a heel. Crowd is not happy to see him at all. No, I could see that. That guy was straight up shit talking him. Oh, well, Tore a fan see, sign. I mean, yeah, seems like a dick. Well, you would be correct. Yeah, that's yeah, that's <laughs> a very fair assessment of old, of old Mardi Gras Mike Herkum. Well, there it is. I, if I ever you hear me call him Mardi Gras Mike, it's because in that old UWC where we uh, we both started, you know, again, not not great wrestling. He wore a Ricky Williams jersey to the ring, had beads. He was Mardi Gras Mike Herkum. It was a poor gimmick, and he knows it. So I. Still will mess with him, you know. He'll, he'll give me a call and be like, "Oh man, it's Fat it's Fat Tuesday already," you know. Just, just <laughs> dumb shit. To... Well, I mean, it's kind of only a thing once a year, right? So now, you like Miss Sarah? How, what do you think about Dick Jeremy here oh in the pigtails? God. Is that doing anything for you, Mark? Dick Jeremy. Dick Jeremy's not <laughs> Justin Diaz and Dick Jeremy. Okay, that make it makes sense now seeing who he's with. Yeah, but now it's like. Uh, and Diaz has started to tail away from like the Rainbow Warrior uh, gay character that he was playing, but he still has you know Dick Jeremy in there with him to. Uh... <laughs> so is that supposed to be like a Ron Jeremy spoof? Yes, correct. Dick yeah, yeah. Okay, it's like a uh, Ron Jeremy meets Blue Meanie. A little bit, yeah. 
And then Justin DSC, I wouldn't even put together the whole sexual innuendo with the name until you. Well, you got Justin Diaz and Mike Hercum. So this this oh, this wow. match is completely full of sexual innuendo. Is You're that, right. I that's didn't... what it should be built as. Was this... Herkum? Was that purpose? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this should be. Uh, I didn't pick up on that. Well, well, next time we talk to old Patrick Hayes, ask him about filler crevice. Oh my god. Yeah. So. Wow. Like, is that is this where Peter Gozinia came? From? Peter Gozinia. Peter Gozinia was, was ahead of its time. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, the sexual innuendo showdown right here between Justin Diaz and Mike Herkham. So you couldn't do this in WWE. This is the excitement of indie wrestling. In the ring right now, known as Earl Robinson, but that's uh, our friend of the show, James Mounts. We'll just get a uh, fuck you, Mounts. Get that out of the way right now. As the, oh, yeah, it is. Wow. Look yeah. at that. Fuck you, Mounts. But yeah, I guess fuck you, Mounts. I have no reason to say it, but <laughs> it no, you're fine. You're fine. It makes sense. Look at that. He was the drunk referee at Colossal Tussle. He was the drunk referee at Colossal Tussle. So anybody That's wondering great. what he's doing now? He's doing the same thing. Just yeah, Josh's backyard with yeah with beer. Yeah, I think he actually won. A title, didn't he? Yes, he did. He won the hardcore title because <laughs> yeah. the Prince of Thieves tried to steal his beer and he got furious. That's yeah. it. Yep. He just ended the match. Yeah. We got a second little blow of the night, but at least that one kind of looked incidental. He jumped off. Could have said he was going for the going for the you know the midsection. So apparently, low blows are okay. But MCW, we were always a little not. wild west out there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could get it. That could be a rule. Like, you can do low blows, but, like, chair shots are a no-no. That seems plausible. At least they tried to make that one look incidental, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if a name like Mike Herkham, you can tell he's quite upset about this. Yeah. Now, if you want to tell Mike Herkham that he looked good in this match, feel free. Just make sure that you tell him that it was the last time he had a good match. Oh. And you wouldn't be lying. That's the good part. Okay. Fucking a lot of shit on that. I didn't uh, realize this would be happening. Oh, Mike Herkham, he, he knows it's coming. Okay. And now I'm going to go out of my way to really put everybody else over the rest of the show, too. But <laughs> only talk poorly about Mike Herkham. All right, well, at least you're getting it out of the way early. Well, he's got it coming. Just... Believe me when I tell you, he has it coming. <laughs> okay. Look at his face and tell me that that guy's not an asshole. <laughs> no, I mean, everything <laughs> about this so far is pointing towards uh, he's a he's an asshole. Mike Herkham, man, has, I, I mean, this is not diplomatic at all, but he has freaky retard strength. Uh-huh. Like, he really does. He's a ox of a kid. Because like, Justin Diaz, it's well known from all of us, anybody who's ever wrestled with Diaz, that he's a heavy son of a bitch. Like, he looks... You know, decent-sized guy in pretty good shape and everything, but he's lean. He is just, like, every last one of his limbs is filled with sand. Like, you try to body slam him, it's just oh, shit. hard to get him up there. But Herkham with it had a really nice body slam there. Oh, kudos. They are rocking and rolling here. They really are. The crowd's pumped, too. Look at him. This crowd was pumped pretty much all night. And as you're going to see, we have, I think, nine matches on the card. They're into the entire show, man. They're just gung-ho. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, they were on their feet clapping. Some of them still are. 
You're missing it. Just now got a text from John Thomas saying that you had to throw a shot at me on the last pod. I think so hmm. their viewership might have went down. Uh-oh. Well, we still gained well, if there's, two subs. If we lose all of our viewers uh, and subscribers after this one, we're going to blame it all on Mike Herkham. There you go. Yeah. Right. He he gave me shit for talking about him on the last pod, and I said, well, go ahead and say whatever you want on your podcast. <laughs> That's true. Can't argue with that. Then he threatened to invade ours, and I told him, no way. We want people to listen and watch. So. <laughs> wow. All right, well, I'll, I'll, since I know you and not him, I'm just, I'll just go with you. Yeah, yeah, go with me on this one. I mean, it's also my podcast, too, so why, why wouldn't I? Yeah, well, you, that's what I'm saying. You want people to continue to watch and listen to us, and Mike Herkham makes basically everybody go away. I, in real life, I tune out when Mike Herkham talks, so I would definitely not click a link to listen to him talk. All right. Good to know. All of that being said, Mike Kirkham is putting on a very good heel performance here. He's he's like, oh, goddamn Dick Dick Jeremy just took away any any sort of thing that you got going for Miss Sarah. Dick Jeremy took away and some. I mean, he, it's gone. I have to say, he's putting on a fantastic performance though too out there. Oh, I got a good Dick Jeremy story. So I, just look at him and he kind of bothers you, okay? Like you know. Oh yeah, that's creepy as fuck. And so me and Diaz are going over a match one time, and it's just this that stinking face over our shoulders the entire <laughs> time as we're trying to put together a match. And I said, "All right, since you can't get it, get out of my way. Here's what we're gonna do." And I'm like, "Here's the spot. I go to hit Diaz with the chair. You pull it away. You pull it away. I rip away from you and I crack you over the head with it." And he gives me a big wide. I'm like, "You will be part of the match. Apparently, that's what's happened. I'm gonna blast you in the fucking head with a chair. Go away." Wow. And I did. I did. did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I killed him. I was, Ooh, crack him open. No, but I mean, look Gusher. at. No, I wish I did. Look at that guy. <laughs> yeah. He was a uh, manager at Walmart out in Alliance, which is funny. And then the one day I'm wow. at, I'm shopping there, see him out there at the store, and uh, there was a, a a chick, pretty cute looking chick there that was working too, and said, "She's like, oh, you do you wrestle too?" And I was like, oh, "I'd wrestle." He goes out there and looks like an asshole. <laughs> oh, nice German suplex. So she nice. said, would you kick him, please? And he goes, oh, no, please don't tell him that. And it was already too late. I was already firing off a leg kick on him. Oh, my Lord. Out here trying to, trying to seduce Mike Herkham. <laughs> With a name like Mike Herkham, he just can't help himself. He's got to at least check it check it out here. Dude, he James Mount's laughing his ass off because he can't not. He's probably half drunk. Oh, my goodness. As as weird as this is to say, he's I, got he just motorboated them sons of bitches. I think Dick Jeremy might be my favorite thing about this match. Dick, Dick Jeremy is a character. I mean, look, but I mean, look, look at how well he like he is un- unbelievably in character. Wow, and he just took that big guy on that dive. We got a M- live MC Dub chant going. The first one of the night. Yep. They're, they're in the crowd, essentially. These these fans, man, they were loyal fans. They were, you really would see the the same fans almost every single show. And then, you know, again, for bigger shows, there'd be, there'd be more coming out, too. But So you guys had a, a, a tan hat, green shirt guy? <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and the ghoul, the guy with the we, long hair. Now he's got a beard. 
Believe you me, we had we had everybody. We had different names for all them too. They had the, the Riot Zone, which they'd be probably mad if I didn't put them over. We had a whole uh, crowd that were always ruckus out there. I gotcha. Bronco Buster. Which, by the way, hurts when Justin Diaz does it. When Xbox does it, not so much. Yeah. Xbox, no, not so uh, much. Xbox ripped his asshole doing it. He probably takes it a little That's easy That's true. Now. That's true. I would, too. Well, and he doesn't weigh a whole lot. Yeah, he's a little guy. I'm pretty out of the corner, but, oh, we're selling the back here. Jammed the back up pretty bad. Walt has something to say. Well, well, if you got something to say, Walt, get up there and say it. Fuck Mike Herkham. I heard him say it. <laughs> wow. I heard him say I heard it. Too. And fuck Mouts, too. Oh, gee, wow. Walt. Walt. Walt with the live takes tonight. I can't disagree with him. He's a wise man. <laughs> Walt. You're not supposed to say that. So he hits the finish, but we got the back injury coming out of the finish, which is not a, you know something out of the norm but i guess could happen you take that big ass bump you could jar yourself up pretty bad dick jeremy seems to be and concerned we, and over yeah that. there's a legitimate concern from the referee from the opponent from dick jeremy but mike herkham being shitty because he's mike herkham damn it <laughs> look at that smile tell me you i mean you just you know this guy already no he's this guy's an asshole look he very much seems putting that way, the boots yes. to him. No, Mike Herkham is a great pro wrestling heel. It's just unfortunately he's a great heel in real life too. We don't, we don't need those. Yeah, leave it in the ring. And and this is the only part where I could knock Mike for his work here. He should have pulled him out from the ropes before putting on the sharpshooter. Yeah, that was kind of a bad move. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason not to drag him out to the middle. Before applying the hold. I mean, it's never too late. He could walk him out there right well, now. Well, there you go. He just did. But, yeah. you know, that's a little more difficult than pulling him out before actually applying the hold. No, you're right. You're right. It would have made more sense then. Reverie's call for the bell. Diaz is out cold. Back injury in but the sharpshooter. But he's not letting go like a dick, like an asshole. He's, he's shitty Mike Herkham. I'm trying to, uh, shoves the, well, that I'm okay with. He shoved mounts down. That's always okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. I give credit to Mount, though. Selflessly, selflessly helping, even though he's getting taken down himself. I mean, he took that pretty hard that first one. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the face of shitty Mike Herkham, I tell you. No, no, Mike Mike is a friend of mine. He's been a friend of mine for, Jesus, over 15 years now. Uh, but it's fun to bust his balls because he gets all worked up about it. Yeah? Yeah, and then oh, he'll try shit. to bust your balls back, but none of it makes sense. So. Now it's Now it's forever immortalized on YouTube. It's going to be forever immortalized online. The, yep. the internet loves Spotify, us. Apple Podcasts That's and more. Stitcher, Stitcher Radio. Radio. No <laughs> no longer PodCoin. Did you see that? Oh, PodCoin gone now? PodCoin shut down. Oh, yeah. wow. I didn't realize. Yeah. Like, I think anything got downloaded is still available, but other than that, they're not uploading new things. It's probably because, like, same. I mean, I've been listening on Spotify instead yeah. of PodCoin, so that's probably because of shit like that. But, uh, yeah. Standing over him like total dick. Oh, move. what a total dick. I think he's going to kick some dirt on him here on the way out. Oh, spoiler alert. 
It's a little so disrespectful. Disrespect from Mike Herkum. But um, Mike, if you want to retaliate, you got something to say. Just go ahead and get on your podcast and say whatever you'd like about me, pal. Because you ain't coming on mine. Boom. We like viewers and subscribers. I mean, I can't argue with them. It's kind of a fifty-fifty thing here. Wiping a sweat on a fan. Getting a selfie back that in 2010. Guy. That guy was excited about it. He was, too. Oh, we got a doozy coming up next, though. That was a good one, though. That was actually a really good match. Yeah, very good match. Tell you what, though. I mean, make his fucking hair blue and put the, the, the paint glasses on him, and that's fucking blue meanie, dude. It's dick meanie out there. Dick meanie. Mean dick. All right, what we got here, sir? You remember this well, one? Well, we got Miss Sarah coming yes, out. Yes, we do. Oh, she's got a title belt. Well, they're presenting the uh, the new uh, MCW Elite Championship, which was going to be essentially the mid-card title, I guess. You know, the Intercontinental title for the for the company. Okay. We didn't really have anything at this time. We had the um, we had the heavyweight title. I don't even think we had tag titles at this point. I think it was just the heavyweight title. I don't think it was cruiserweight or anything like that. So right. we need, because I, I know, because I competed in the tag title tournament. The next year. Who's the, who's the dude talking? That's Nick Andrews from Rock 107. Oh, really? Yeah. All right, you, I remember the name. Yeah, if you ever listen to Rock 107 in the late 90s and the uh, you know throughout the early 2000s, yeah. Nick Andrews was the uh, evening radio. Yeah, he uh, was one of the cooler ones. If you say so. No, I'm kidding. Actually, Nick Andrews is really cool. Ran into him at the uh, Civic Center. Uh, doing security actually uh, at the Civic Center. Oh, really? But yeah, but that's what he's doing now. That he's doing a few other things when I talk to him. But okay, I didn't, so he's not on Rock One. He's not on Rock One Seven. Has been for a while. But. but he brought name credibility too. I mean, Rock One Seven is the biggest rock station here in Canton and Stark County, and yeah. and again, he was the evening guy. Pretty much everybody knew who Nick Andrews was back then. Yeah, I mean, I remembered the name as soon as you said it. I never knew what he looked like, though. Obviously, he's on the radio. There you go. Yeah, you guys really did have some loyal fans here. Oh, they're going out there, just kind of get him riled up, get him in a ruckus out there. But this match, we got, we got, a, <laughs> we have a ladies' match coming up here. Uh. Ladies with finger quotes. Oh, no. oh, I got excited for a second, but then he killed it. Well, you'll you'll see. I I I guess I guess so. Is this like a super Oprah type this, deal? It's not a super Oprah type deal. Oh man, this is the real thing, Daddy O. <laughs> Wow, it is Super Oprah. It's Super Oprah in 2010. Wow, Super Oprah was much smaller back then. It's, yeah, Barry. Uh, I didn't realize Super Bar- Oprah had gone back this long ago. Like, <laughs> yes, Super this Oprah. is a reoccurring character. Yes, Super Oprah. Uh, Jabari's been around a long, long time. Wow. And I, I remember getting you know, wrestling Jabari while he was Super Oprah, thinking, well, with this character. Maybe he won't beat the shit out of me, and I was I was very very wrong. He absolutely beat the shit out of me. Jabari brings it. He brings in the the strikes. Man, Super Oprah really has come a long way over the years. 
Like there, she looks like a normal everyday mother. Last time I saw Super Upper, she was like, she was Super Upper giving the business to Miss wow. Sarah there. Wow. Now, still has all the same tricks though. If we get a chance, <laughs> go ahead and turn up the volume just a little bit and listen to this pop for Young Jessica Havoc here. Well, Jessica Havoc? Yeah, I like Jessica Havoc. Nothing but love for Jessica Havoc. But listen to the reaction she gets. For real. Yeah, they're going nuts. I mean, they are going absolutely bonkers for Jess here. Yeah, I've known about Jessica Havoc for a while. Jess here at this era was really just starting to get her feet wet as far as traveling the country and things like that. She was hitting up uh, WSU. Um, I don't know if she did Shimmer, but she's hitting up a lot of those like all women's promotions are kind of coming around, and she was really starting to starting to get her name out here at this point. But she was. Over like Rover with our audience, and I mean she, you know, uh, from from Canton Maslin, she's yeah, local that's your, girl. She's from Maslin. Yeah, and it's it's kind of fun seeing her in this role as a uh, you call it white meat baby face, like because she she's drastically different. Now. She absolutely plays kind of the monster villain yeah. right now, and does and does such a great job at it for sure. But here in this role, man, like. Incredible! This has got a huge reaction out there, and the thing is, is, is Jess. You know, most other women aren't going to be as big as Jess. Jess is just a, you know, a, she's naturally, I think, probably about five eight, five nine. Yeah, just a bigger girl. Most girls are going to be smaller, so naturally, you think that would make her a heel. But she was really, really great in this babyface run that she had for us, and we brought in a whole bunch of different girls, always playing the heel and. Jess would always get great reactions. <laughs> but, of course, she's in there with Super Oprah now. <laughs> yeah. Whole new ballgame. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Super Oprah. Uh, folks, if you are listening to the audio on this, I mean that's fine. But go ahead, you gotta at least check out the video feed right here. I mean, just just to watch Super Oprah in action. There's, it's not even that the wrestling itself is great yet, but it's just constant entertainment for sure, definitely. <laughs> Test of strength. Bending Miss Oprah back. That was that was actually pretty impressive. <laughs> what the hell? Again. 
See, that's something he still does to this. And we got our second titty grab of the night. <laughs> Plants one on her. Now, if you notice what Miss Oprah just pulled out from underneath her dress. What is it? That would be a tampon. Oh, my God. And get right into poor official head probes. <laughs> <laughs> and then a German oh, suplex from hell. That's it. That's it, right? That should be. Well, that probes uh, is quite distracted with what just happened to him. Or else that would have been it. Yeah, you're right. Two count right there. Ed Probst, the referee here. Not I've no this one of the very few guys I don't know where they came from. Uh well obviously he came from his mother at one point, but uh he was yeah. a referee was around before I was, and uh, I think he's no longer with us right now. So oh. rest easy there, Ed Probst. Sorry mm-hmm. that Miss Oprah stuck a tampon in your mouth. That that was pretty awful. I mean if if it's anything, I loved it. It was a yeah, you entertained you entertained Mark and I yeah. here ten hours later or ten years later. Like you achieved your goal there. And we got a choke breaker. Ow, that actually looked pretty. Vaughn bad. was mentioned uh, watching this back that he was pretty sure it, that might have messed her up, might have hurt really? her in that match. Yeah, it it seemed. Yeah, that was a stiff bump. Yeah, it seemed like it actually hurt. Was she? Either she's great at selling, or she's. Legitimate. Yeah. Well, Jabari doesn't half-ass anything out there. Like, everything with the character, all of his offense, I mean, it's he is he's brutal. He brings it out there. Ooh. Mm. The, old, the Mark Henry spot there, the... That that looked heinous. The drive-by senton over the ropes. <laughs> the dress probably helps highlight it. But yeah, that that looked really bad. But I think it's mostly the dress. Stiff right hands there on Jess. Knee pads on the shins. He's she's serious. That super. That super Oprah's all business right now. But she, after that German suplex, man, got to be all business out there. That was brutal earlier. I mean, you just got to love the independent wrestling scene. You've seen a man with a mustache sewed onto his mask versus a glam rock superstar. You saw... That's uh, the first thing I you saw. You saw Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah, you Leisure got, Suit Larry. You got Super Oprah. All this good stuff is just about enough to undo having to watch shitty Mike Herkham. I can't argue with that. Mike, it was a good match. It was a good match earlier. Got to give him something. Keep him off the ledge. You're a great heel. You're a great heel. None of us here like you, including Walt. And that's all just a testament to how great of a heel you are. You know what I mean? But, yeah, Super Oprah, I mean, you've seen her uh, earlier this year. She's gotten bigger, but still nimble as can be, man. Like, And just big, big anyways. Like, even at this point, like, it's what? Probably like 6'3", 6'4". I mean, 
big. Yeah, yeah. And climbs to the top rope, no big deal. Jessica Havoc cuts her off. Those Jess forearms, those are legit. Uh, in in training, you know, it it Jess is one of the hardest workers that I've ever come across in the business because she's just by no means a natural athlete. Not at all. Yeah. She's one of those girls that's worked hard, man, and a lot of stuff just didn't come naturally to her. But those forearms, woo! Those forearms are almost too natural. Those forearms, they, they, they came heavy, they came hot. Oh, dude, you're killing Walter. me. <laughs> now, I knew people who knew Jessica and Maslin. I went to school with her and stuff. Yeah. So, uh. I knew about her before she even started, before I knew about her wrestling and stuff like that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But she's highly, highly dedicated, always improving, always, you know, updating her character, always, you know, just so nothing but love for her. You know, very, very happy for all the success she's had so far. Oh, yeah. She's, she's killing it these days. Still on Impact Wrestling right now. Yeah. Beautiful freaking head scissors takeover there. And just Bari is moving so fucking fast. Like, you forget how big Super Oprah is. Yeah. Lighting her up with chops. Jess is on fire here. Yeah, she's getting her second wind here. <laughs> oh, the weave. Oh, no. <laughs> it was a weave. Disappointed for everybody. It's amazing how close the the actual hair color it was to the wig though <laughs> like i almost feel like he dyed them both at the you, same you time you know just to just to try to keep it as authentic as possible Ooh. <laughs> man that that's a whole nother look i just get it Gets it back on. Yeah, I prefer the wig, I think. <laughs> Super Ober going up top yet again. Oh, maybe not. Reconsidering. Ooh. Blew it. Now, I'm not sure what made the. Yeah, I'm sure that maybe the thing about going to the top earlier, but reconsidered. Changed the spot on the fly. Then we got the flatliner for the one, two, three. There it is. Crowd goes bonkers, man. They were all the way into Jessica here in 2010. Yeah, they are. I mean, she was so over for us that you had to figure out a way to get her on the show every show. Sometimes we couldn't get another girl to come in, so we just plug her in for like a guest referee spot or something like that. Yeah, like, you just yeah, you had to, you had to get her on the show because she was. No, I imagine she was pretty public. I mean, it doesn't. She was a good wrestler, and it doesn't hurt that she's a beautiful girl. Yeah, easy on the eyes and everything like that, but and homegrown. I mean, she had both sides of the fandom. She had girls yeah. who wanted to be her and dudes that wanted to be with her. Well, there you go. That's, that's, that's how you get yourself a that's baby a star, face. You know? Uh huh. 
But you're right, dude. Look at her. The fans fucking love her. Kids literally kids flocking to her. Yeah, she was. You're right. It's crazy to think that she's like a super heel. She's super villain. I mean, looks like a super villain. Like, this is shit you see in like documentaries after they've made it and shit. All right. Are you ready for this one, buddy? I I'm ready for I this am, one. I am, sir. Lovely Miss Sarah starting things off. It's never a bad thing. No, always a great start. Always sucks me in, that's for sure. Oh. We got Dr. Dale Pierce leading out the evil Jebediah. Oh, this is Jebediah. Jebediah. I mean, now Dale was a guy that was around. I mean, he was out in New Mexico or Arizona or some shit out in like the 70s for wrestling out there. He's been part of wrestling for forever. And this guy had nuclear heat. I mean, they just hated this dude. And then Jebediah by proxy. Jebediah. You know, he kind of, he's kind of what I pictured, but kind of not. For some reason, (laughs) I pictured a hat. For some reason. That well, he did when he was the evil Amish warrior and a baby, okay, or no, the the, the 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 fighting Amish warrior. He was a baby face. Now, evil shaved the beard, which is you know against the Amish culture. All right, are you ready here? You want to uh, maybe turn up the volume just a little bit? Gotcha. Hear this. See what kind of reaction your boy gets. Let's come out to the Johnny Cash. Fans stomping and clapping in unison. Look at that. Are you wearing, are you wearing trunks? Yeah, I was. I was having kind of my Lawler trunks here, my half and half. Even the boys are going crazy. The, for the, you. The, the boys know. This is, this is going to be a big match. Oh, you're getting. They're actually cheering for you. Oh, I'm, I'm making a baby face here. Walter, I understand you're excited. We need to hear, buddy. Yeah, I, I mentioned too. It was very difficult to not want to listen to that. Well, but wow, I bet you soaked that in. Whoa, we got some authentic babyface love here, and it was hard to not go out there and you know play to that crowd. But I needed to sell the intensity of this match. Ooh, As you can see, we got behind. a Singapore cane match. There's four Singapore cane kendo sticks, whatever you want to call them, hung on every corner here in the ring. Okay, this is the match you were talking about. These awesome. are all legal. Damn, dude. You look nine years younger. I was uh, young man, young man Jared over here. Crowd is red hot for this match too. Ooh. Still throwing that running knee today. It's a good running knee. Yeah, we were trying to, you know, obviously the the sticks aren't hung up high; they're just sticking in the back of the turnbuckles. So yeah. we were we were trying our best to work, trying our best to uh, build up to using the canes. But then in reality, when they were so easily accessible, it, you know, kind of hard to do. Yeah. 
Jebediah is so good, and we had such good chemistry at this point. We had been again. I mentioned this. This is the blow off to a lot of feuds on this show, and we were we had wrestled at least a half dozen times in the you know preceding months. Ooh, that was like a double. Yeah, it looked like the back fist kind of got me in the face first, and then the line. Uh, so that's not like a movie does. That's not like a back fist. No, line. no, it's just supposed to be the clothesline. They definitely got me twice. There. It should be though. Somebody should should utilize boom, that. Boom, boom, yeah. Now the kendo stick is in the wrong man's hands. Uh oh. Ooh. No. Oh. We're gonna. <laughs> fell in the front row. Who's literally grimacing? They. Feel the pain through me on that. Yeah, that nothing about that seems well, pleasant. At some point, I have to maybe turn the volumes to hear those cracks because it. it right here. Ooh. I mean, there's just no real way to work those. It. It's not a shot that's going to injure you. You're not going to break a rib or have internal bleeding, but. Yeah. My, are you going to well? You better believe it. I mean, is it going to fucking hurt? It, yeah. it hurts. And they don't, it's not like, well, after you take a few of them, you get, no, they just get worse. They, they could break skin, probably. Yeah, think. you could break you skin. Do it enough. Those, yeah. Look at that bend. And we knew the story that we needed to tell was I was a sympathetic baby face, so this was. This was going to be a long night for me. We knew, we wanted the crowd to be behind me. They are, but my oh. God, am I earning it tonight. <laughs> Dude, that is a tender fucking spot. Yeah. And, and you know, the thing, everybody knows that. Everybody knows that side right there under your ribs. There's no, even, you know, heavier people, there's not a lot of meat on the bones there. You know? No, That's no. just mostly skin. What's he got? Who? What the? Where did he get to? The throat? Yeah. Put one across the throat, jammed it in there. Dude, he's double fisting him. I don't know. If he wanted me to stay longer for that spot, it wasn't going to happen. No, it hurt so bad. That. <laughs> Jesus. I watched this match back, and, you know, I'm my own worst critic, and I kind of think to myself, like, man, maybe I should have been a little more uh, sold a little harder maybe, but I don't know. If you're getting beat down with a stick like this, there's not a whole lot you can do. You're just going to be kind of taken out of it. No, you're, you're not wrong. I mean, you didn't. I noticed you didn't put your hand underneath the stick. Stop the like, choke of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think we that were, sold it more than we that. were working. Now here we go. We're gonna work that stick. Boom. There you go. Ooh, and you kept it in the exchange. And the crowd's excited. I got the stick. Finally, finally, finally. Here we. Oh. Finally, the nut shot's okay in this match, though. No DQ. Nut shot no, seems to be okay in like every. Yeah, exactly. But there's no critique there. I'm saying that's like a rule. Those are allowed. Those are, those are allowed. They're extra. They're even allowed with a stick in this one. Execution shot. That one was on the stinking ear. Fuck. Dude, that, that hurt looks, so bad. <laughs> like, the way you sold it, too, that made it look like you got knocked the fuck out. Yeah. And you landed on one. Right on the neck. The crowd is not happy at all. 
fighting back with everything I got. <laughs> wow, look at that cell. And then that fucking Elvis face he made. <laughs> Elvis face he made? Did you see that shit? Like, I'm all shook up all of a sudden. Garvin, stomp. Damn. It's getting everything. Every joint. Yeah, Randy Orton does that modern day, but there's the Garvin stomp. Yeah, stomp all the joints. He is completely having his way in this one. I'm in a lot of trouble. Uh, this is what we call the root spot. The root spot. Yeah. Is that a, is that a made for TV movie or anything? Ye well, yeah, as my arms are being held, is can't defend wet? myself. Damn. And the ref's allowing this. It's a no DQ match. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, you're using a fucking tender stick. Fuck, dude, how bad did you hurt the next day? Uh, I was quite sore the next day. Look at that shit-eating grin. <laughs> yeah, old Dr. Dale, he knew how to work, man. He, he Now, his the problem with him was he could not remember a spot of his life depended on it. <laughs> like, you know, be like, we need to use Dale. Be like, Dale, right here, grab the foot, and he just would not be there. Uh, but, I mean, he just, but he's not knew how to work, though. I mean, look, he's just naturally, you want to beat the crap out of that guy. Yeah, he, he seems like that, that, like, Slimy car salesman. Oh, he is. Oh no, we can't have this. What the hell? I don't, I don't know. I, don't know I just, I just watched it the other day. Do we get a smudge on the DVD? Maybe. Oh no. Oh, uh, well, people are having some technical difficulties. I think we're right here. Okay. All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully, we hold on here. We had technical difficulty earlier. Yeah, yeah we're good. We're good. Oh, the two sticks across the back. Ooh. I mean, there's literally fans jumping up and down right yeah, now. Yeah, what a you, time for it to fuck up. You, I know. We are right in the middle of the the big comeback. Oh, damn. I mean, there's literally fans jumping up and down. There are two kendo sticks in one hand. Well, you were kind of like double-handing it. In the fucking forehead. That's for the earshot, isn't it? No, well, yeah. I, well, I was actually trying to be careful because he hit me in the ear. I didn't want, oh, to, didn't want to hit him in the ear back. That's the hay baler. That was nice. That was nicely executed. I know that now, too, because I saw the timeline. Well, that's true, too. We kind of ruined it. Got a few more minutes yet. Spoiler alert, people. Got fans standing up, man. There, I, I see. I watched the match back the last time because I wanted to watch the match because you know. But now I'm watching the crowd, and well, these are what we call the murder, death, kill punches. Those he are just, some stiff. He just says, punches. "Get your hands up." They're coming. Fuck, dude. He knows this is a work, right? You know, I've been thinking this whole time, who does Jebediah remind me of? Yeah. And he doesn't remind me of any one person. He reminds me of so many, like, 80s and early 90s action movie, <laughs> like, side villains. Yeah. Like the guy he sends to get you before you yeah. get him. Yeah, the muscle, yeah. Yeah. 
Which isn't... Mm, oh, right between fuck. the eyes again. Look at that. That's how you time a three count, kids. Anybody watching that at home? That's no, how you job, time buddy. the three count. That was like an inch off the mat. Two and two and seven eighths, Daddy. <laughs> really? I shoot for fifteen sixteenths, but if I get seven eighths, I'm oh wow, three quarters ain't good enough. That's inappropriate. There's children present. Shit. I thought you were going to go for a chokeslam for a second. I was like, you're going to chokeslam that big motherfucker? No, no. Chokeslams aren't in my repertoire. I, that's what I thought. I like, I like to do that's things where I, I don't, don't lift the guys. Makes sense. Makes sense. We got the low blow nut handle suplex there. White Russian leg sweep. A white Russian leg? Yeah, that's the Sandman's finish. White Russian leg sweep. So like <laughs> like Here it. we go. Oh, straight to the neck. Suicide dive with the cane. We got another MC dub chant. Wish I would have played the crowd a little bit more here. That's really one of my few regrets. That's something that me, you know, having 10 more years experience notices now. Like, yeah. Well, how, how often do you go back and watch old matches like this? Probably not too often. No, not too often. I don't have a whole lot of stuff, you know, on tape. That's why I was thrilled to watch this. Cause I knew it was really good. Yeah. But referee goes down. Wow. No ref to make the count. That took a seven count, eight count, nine count. Here comes oh. slimy ass Dr. Dale. With this cane, we, the cane match was created because Dale has this cane with a freaking goat hoof on the end. That was always my demise. There was one match we had in Maslin where I was I was cut above my eye and Jeb was grinding that goat hoof into my eye. Ooh. Yeah. So that this cane was really the catalyst for all this, why we're in a Singapore cane match right now. Oh, Move out of the way. Now, the, here's where Dale... Knew his shit because this feels like an eternity to me. I'm sitting thinking, turn around, old man. Fucking turn around, get over. But he, he knows what's coming. He's, the he's, crowd knows what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> Let it build. That's a Triple H level sell right there. <laughs> Double fingers. Oh shit. Wilbur Cutter. Right in the middle. One. One. Two. On their feet. That's on their that, feet. Man, I, I I feel like I do. I come on here or just any time I do. I feel like I'm fairly humble about my you know my wrestling accolades and everything. But that's how you fucking do it. Right there. Mm. That's how you tell the story. That's how you get the crowd into it. 
They love that match, dude. Yeah. And I said, I'm like, I know it seems crazy, but I would, I can't think of a better Kane match or a match on a pole match of any sort, like ever. I really can't. I haven't seen that many. No, there's not a lot. And usually the they're not great. Like, I think last one I saw was like a woman's match. Yeah. Winner, Wilbur Whitlock. That's gonna be nice. Now I gotta. Now I can work the ground. Now here's there's gonna be a Tuck Griffith sighting out here. My grandma, this kid with a Cookie Monster shirt that's flicking me off, and and Tuck Griffith gets him the fuck out of the way. Oh yeah, there she is. There she is. Yeah. Loving it. She's losing her shit too. Yeah. I like how you're carrying the stick with you. Hey man, that was the weapon of destruction out there. So there's our oh, first wow. half. We got. We only got four more to go. You're right, dude. Look at this. This shit is legit, professional. You know what I mean? Pretty, really well done, DVD. Well. Time to get off your lazy ass and pop in disc two now. Did you hear the man? Bada boom. Bada boom. Well, we're going to get off our lazy ass and pop in disc two, ladies and gentlemen. We are. This will take a quick little break for us. That'll be a quick little break for you. I want to imagine when we upload this, we'll probably have to put it on in two portions anyway. Yeah, because so, it's pretty long. So I yeah. guess that's the uh, end of part one. End of part one. If you like this, go ahead and give a like, a share, subscribe to all your friends. And uh, it, don't forget to check out part two, which I'm sure you'll it, see a thing at the end of the video. It's, it's going to link you right to it, yeah. you know. And uh, if you enjoyed part one, yeah, definitely looking for uh, for round two on this because we got some more good wrestling, some more stories, and uh, I'm excited, man. I'm for excited sure. for sure. I'm yeah. not even gonna say bye, internet, because we'll be right back. So just, just see you soon, internet. So, until until next time. <laughs> see internet. you soon, internet. <laughs>